What's cracking, everybody? I'm Milan Jordan. Welcome to the MMA Daily Blitz, part of the DSP Media Podcast Network. What's cracking? Kamar Usman's head. We'll get to that a little bit later. Uh, hey, be sure to like, share, and subscribe to this podcast wherever you get your podcast. Also, check out our YouTube page, and you can follow me on Twitter, at Milan Jordan. The MMA Daily Blitz is presented by BetUS.com. Bet with the three-decade leader, BetUS. Join now for a 125% bonus using promo code DSP125 or a 200% bonus with crypto using promo code DSP200 and bet sports, casino, horses, pop culture, and more at BetUS.com. You bet, you win, you get paid. BetUS.com. All right, it's been a few days, and the MMA world is still buzzing from the head kick heard around the world. The main event of the UFC 278 pay-per-view was for the UFC welterweight championship of the world. All right, let me set the scene for you. Champion Kamaru Usman, only one loss in 21 career fights, including a perfect 15-0 in the UFC heading into this one. The top pound-for-pound fighter in the UFC, and probably in all of MMA, he was seeking his sixth straight title defense and record-tying 16th straight UFC victory, which would have tied him with the great Anderson Silva. Standing in his way, though, was Leon Rocky Edwards. Turns out to be a very apropos nickname. Edwards came in with a 10-fight unbeaten streak, his last loss coming to Kamara Usman back in 2015. Uh, it's the first time in UFC history that a title fight had two fighters coming in on double-digit unbeaten streaks. All right, gone to the fight. Round one, it went to the challengers. Edwards took down Usman. Significant because that's the first time in 16 UFC fights that Kamara Usman had been taken down. But that takedown seemed to maybe wake up the Nigerian nightmare as he started to take control at the start of round two with timely striking and pushing Edwards against the fence uh, where Edwards cannot mount much offense at all. Uh, as the fight went on, you could sense that Usman was wearing Edwards down, uh, maybe not necessarily physically, but mentally. I mean, he just, Kamar, uh, excuse me, Leon Edwards just looked almost not defeated, but close to it, kind of like he couldn't find any answers. You know, the broadcast that showed Edwards' corner uh, after round three and after round four, and again, Leon Edwards just looked de dejected. Uh, credit to his corner and his coaches, though, is they did a great job of encouraging him and telling him, what he needed to hear. So now on to the fifth and final round. More of the same. Uh, at this point, Usman's winning the fight three rounds to one. Uh, and again, he was controlling things in the fifth round. Uh, but then there was a low blow with about two minutes to go in the fight. And that kind of, that, that reset seemed to uh, give Leon Edwards a, a little bit of life, kind of like he was given a second chance. And man, did he take advantage of it? Uh, the two fighters, they had some distance between them in the center of the octagon, and uh, you know Usman was a bit out of range, which was uncharacteristic for him in this fight. Uh, and then when that happened, Edwards landed a picture-perfect highlight reel head kick that knocked Usman the F out, sending fans and other fighters watching live in the arena in Salt Lake City and watching around the world into a frenzy. Uh, Leon Edwards, he snatched victory from the jaws of defeat and becomes the new undisputed UFC welterweight champion of the world with just 56 seconds left in a fight that he was losing again, a true Rocky moment. And look, I get it. This was technically an upset. 
but I wouldn't call this one of the biggest upsets in UFC history. Look, as great of a champion as Kamara Usman was, uh, Leon Edwards was the clear-cut number one contender and had been for a while. Just for one reason or another, he never got a shot at the title. But once he did, he definitely took full advantage of that. That No doubt about that. Uh, but this was certainly one of the most memorable moments in UFC history. Uh, one of those where-were-you-when type moments that will be remembered for years to come. Uh, some of the others that just come to mind for me, look, in no particular order, uh, Conor McGregor when he beat Jose Aldo in just 13 seconds, uh, Holly Holm knocking out Ronda Rousey down in Australia, uh, Juliana Pena choking out Amanda Nunes this past December, uh, Forrest Griffin and Stefan Bonner, of course, in the first Ultimate Fighter finale, uh, and Gabriel Gonzaga's head kick on Mirko Krokop. Remember, Mirko Krokop just came to the UFC, and he was just an absolute legend and pride and seemingly unbeatable. And then Gonzaga just landed a picture-perfect head kick. Sound familiar? Like Leon Edwards did with Kamara Usman. Uh, Gonzaga just knocked out Krokop. And then, if I recall correctly, that fight was in Ireland. And everyone just went nuts. And even back here stateside, just wow. Uh, but again, it was an incredible moment this past Saturday. And look, they've got to run it back with Leon Edwards and Kamara Usman. Uh, something that certainly Edwards is open to. Uh, Dana White talked about... Having the trilogy fight take place in London, uh, Leon Edwards again. He's from he is from England. Uh, perhaps even at Wembley Stadium. But uh, Dana White admitted that he'd be a little nervous, and I think he might have used the word scared about having an outdoor event in England because you know, of course, the rainy weather there all the time. Uh, and after seeing his long title reign come to an end, uh, Kamara Usman, great spirits. He took it pretty well. Uh, very matter of fact, uh, in an interview with TMZ, uh, Usman called the finish. You know. Quote, a great shot talking Hail Mary in the Super Bowl, end quote. Uh, Usman also said he actually does like Leon Edwards, saying he's happy for him uh, because they've had similar paths to get to where they are right now. Uh, and Usman is excited to have an opportunity to regain the title sometime in early 2023. Meanwhile, the new champion, Leon Edwards, uh, says he wants to fight next in early 2023 as well. So we'll see what happens. Stay tuned as to... Uh, when exactly and where that may take place. All right, as much pub and headlines as that fight got, that wasn't the only fight at UFC 278. Let's check out the rest of the main card. Co-main event, Paulo Costa defeated Luke Rockhold by unanimous decision. Uh, the 37-year-old Rockhold was fighting for the first time in three years. Uh, Costa busted Rockhold open early uh, in the fight and controlled all three rounds convincingly. Uh, Rockhold looked spent from late in the first round on, barely hanging on, and to be honest with you, it was kind of tough to watch, but, you know, throughout the fight, I mean, you know, his mind was there, Luke Rockhold's mind I'm talking about, and he was there, and he would just wait for an opportunity and just let, try and throw a haymaker, but, uh, you know, Casa either would duck, or if he did take it, it wasn't super effective, but, I mean, again, it's just one of those where, you know, it looked like it was a fighter that was barely hanging on to a thread. And for Luke Rockhold, I mean, he looked like he was in phenomenal shape. Just his body and his mind weren't in sync there. So, uh, but when all was said and done, it was Paulo Costa winning the fight uh, by, again, by unanimous decision, three rounds to none. Uh, after the fight, Luke Rockhold, he announced his retirement. Uh, the former UFC and Strike Force champion ends his career with a record of 16 and 6. Meanwhile, for Paulo Costa, he ends a two fight skid. All right, another former champion fought on this card as well as Jose Aldo took on Mirab Zvadashvili, a classic striker versus grappler matchup. 
uh, Zvadashvili controlled this fight throughout, landing 27 leg strikes in all in just 15 minutes of action. Uh, and he pressed Aldo against the fence. Uh, while all those world-class takedown defense uh, was in full effect once again, he mounted virtually zero offense, mainly because uh, Zvadashvili was in complete control. And when all was said and done, it was Marab Zvadashvili defeating Jose Aldo by unanimous decision for his seventh straight win as he moves up to possible title contention in the loaded 135-pound division. All right, elsewhere in the main card, uh, Lucia uh, Pudilova defeated Wu Yanan by TKO elbows at 404 of round number two. Excellent punching power by the Czech fighter, finishing off Wu with some very good ground and pound. Opening fight of the main card saw Tyson Pedro defeat Harry Hunsucker by TKO just 65 seconds into round one. Uh, he landed a sharp jab that knocked Hunsaker back, and then Tyson Pedro pressed forward and buried a front kick in Hunsucker's midsection to end the fight. And Tyson Pedro, he wins for the second time, uh, second straight time since coming off a three-year layoff, while Hunsucker remains winless in the UFC after losing a few fights at heavyweight. He made his 205 debut, but uh, not much uh, better of a result for him, as again, uh, he remains uh, winless in the UFC. All right, real quick, running down the uh, prelims of UFC 278, uh, Marcin Tabura defeated Alexander Romoff by majority decision. Jared Gordon defeated Leonardo Santos by unanimous decision. Sean Woodson and Luis Saldana fought to a split draw. Uh, Angie Lusa uh, defeated AJ Fletcher by unanimous decision. Uh, we did have a stoppage in prelims as Amir Albazi defeated Francisco Figueredo uh, by submission, rear naked choke in late in round number one. Uh, Eric Hulang defeated Jay Perrin by unanimous decision, and Victor Altamirano defeated Daniel Da Silva by TKL via strikes uh, late in round number one. All right, one other quick UFC note. Uh, it was announced over the weekend that former lightweight contender Tony Ferguson will return to welterweight for his next fight as El Kukui will face Li Jing Liang at UFC 279 September 10th. That's the next pay-per-view. It's headlined by another 170-pound matchup as Nate Diaz will take on Hamza Chemaev. All right, elsewhere in MMA, uh, earlier today on Saturday, the PFL, the final leg of the 2022 playoffs, took place in semifinals, I should say. Uh, final leg of the 2022 PFL semifinals took place in London uh, with semis in the women's lightweight and men's featherweight divisions. Uh, Two-time PFL champion Kayla Harrison had another first-round finish, uh, disposing of Martina Yandrova with an arm triangle choke at 317 of the very first round. Harrison improves to 15-0 overall, 14-0 in the PFL. Uh, in the post-fight interview in the cage, uh, Harrison declared herself the queen of MMA and essentially called out Chris Cyborg and Amanda Nunes for super fights, not by name, but she was definitely uh, referring to them in the call-out and and the thing is, I thought that I don't mind her saying that, but it seems kind of weird. The timing seems kind of odd. It's like, why not do that once you officially clean out the PFL division? Uh, you know, maybe after you win the belt for the third straight time. But who am I to say uh, what? <laughs> tell Kayla Harrison what to do? I mean, she is absolutely the best uh, women's fighter in the PFL, if not in all of MMA. And I would love to see that fight, Kayla Harrison against uh, Chris Cyborg. We know it's not probably not going to happen with Amanda Nunes anytime soon, as. Uh, you know, the UFC is not really keen on super fights. They don't do that. They don't cross-promote. Uh, while certainly uh, Bellator, Scott Coger, very open to that. So uh, we'll see what happens there in the future. Uh, now, 
Kayla Harrison also said this is probably be her final PFL season. Uh, she still has two fights left on her contract. Uh, so next season, you know, if she again wins uh, the final again for the third straight year, uh, she does have two fights left on her contract. Like I said, uh, she tends to honor her contract as the PFL is hoping to have some pay per view events in 2023. And certainly, uh, Kayla Harrison is their biggest star. So of course, uh, they would they would want her to be a part of that, and she obviously would definitely love to be a part of the uh, pay per view events uh, for the PFL. All right, so Harrison, who's who's she going to face in the final? Larissa Pacheco, who finished Helena Kolesnik uh, with punches at 209 of the first round. Uh, Pacheco is going to carry a five-fight winning streak into the million-dollar final with her last loss coming to Kayla Harrison in last year's final. Over on the men's side, native son Brendan Lognane uh, beat Chris Wade by unanimous decision as he advances to the featherweight final where he will face Bubba Jenkins. Jenkins beat Ryoji Kudo with a first-round rear naked choke. All right, the PFL is going to return later this year with the championship card in all their divisions and a date and site to be determined. Uh, the UFC coming up this weekend does have a rare weekend off. Uh, the UFC will return to action with a fight night card Labor Day weekend in Paris, France, headlined by a heavyweight clash between Cyril Ghosn and Tai Tuavasa, the Shui King. Uh, the co-main event features former middleweight champion Robert Whitaker as he takes on Marvin Vittori. Uh, one championship is back this weekend with a pair of cards in Singapore, including their first event on their new U.S. broadcast deal with Amazon. One on Prime Video One is the name of the card, and it has flyweight champion Adriano Morais defending his belt against the man he defeated last year to win that title, former UFC champion Demetrius Johnson. Money Mouse has a career mark of 30-4, and four, including a 3-1 and one record since coming over to one championship, the lone loss, coming at the hands of Adriana Morais back in April of 2021. So it should be a good one this weekend in Singapore. All right, folks, that'll do it for this absolute jam-packed episode of the MMA Daily Blitz. Please like, share, and subscribe to this podcast on Spotify, Apple, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get the podcast. Now you can follow me on Twitter at Milan Jordan. The MMA Daily Blitz is presented by BetUS.com and is part of the DSP Media Podcast Network. Thank you once again for checking out the podcast. I will talk to you later. Bye-bye, everybody.